first, especially those at the back, to please settle down while I bring the word of God briefly. Ushers, I want you to please help me. Anybody who is here for this program, I want to encourage him or her to be here except those who want to go for screening. If you want to go for screening, inform any of the ushers, they will come to tell you when it is your turn. The Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. The teaching that I'm going to take now has been printed out as a way of making all of us to support this ministry. We will not give it free of charge. We sell it to you at a very cheap amount of money. So it costs just 50 naira. For you to support this ministry, I want, I want the husband to buy one, the wife Don't do it one for a couple. You are using that money to support this work. If I will not charge anybody to enter this program, then I think we should deem it fit to support the program. The program of this sort is going on now somewhere in Ibadan. Each couple pays 5,000 naira to enter. It is holding right now. I myself wanted to be there. But for the clash, I couldn't make it. None of our facilitators here, Pastor Lua Samia and his wife, are there now. So let's appreciate things like this and support it. So I will give two minutes for that before I start the message. And the beauty of it is that that pamphlet in your hand will be used today and in December. So that 15 naira is for two months. So I don't think it's too much. Has it gotten to this place? Please, we need an usher here. Let there be more ushers. We need ushers here. Don't we have more copies? We need ushers here. If you want to have the contact of the facilitator of our earth talk, please you can write as I dictate now. Her name is uh, Mrs. Yetunde Iyola. And the phone number is 080. 6736 F A J 5908 R S O at Yejo 0800 Odo Ejo at Odo 6736 F A J at Efa 5908 R S O So you can call her anytime you want to do that I want us to settle down to hear from God Why the selling of the pamphlet is on I want to appreciate God 
for making this day a reality. It is not something that can be cheapened or that can be lightened that a program of this sort clocks 10. Program that is targeting the peace and the welfare of the home. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I learned that the copies will not go around. Okay. Just bear with us. You can see Brother G if he can do anything for us now. Brother G is at the back. Amen and amen. Amen. Please listen to me. So I give back all appreciation to God for initiating this program and for making it to stay. We didn't enter into this ministry by our personal will, but by divine mandate. It was because God told me that we should start it. We started it in August 2005. And we thank God that we are here today. I can still see a handful of couples who started with us. I'm delighted to today to see Mr. Olushiji. Mr. bless your family, sir. He was our host when we got to this place. We usually kept church belongings with him. We used to disturb him a lot. And yet he bore with us. We have some other families, other couples here in this church and outside the church we started together. I appreciate God for sustaining the program. I want to appreciate my very good wife who has also received this vision with me and has been helping to facilitate the program. I want to appreciate all the ministers in this church from all our four branches. And I thank our guest ministers who are also partnering with us. I appreciate Pastor and Mrs. Banji Oluwani. I appreciate Pastor and Mrs. Amo'o. The Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. I want to appreciate my very good friend, Pastor Ayori Day, for making it. The other ministers are also appreciated. There is something that should not be named among saints. But unfortunately, it is happening. And that is infidelity in marriage. Not being faithful to one's wife or husband. And this unfaithfulness is not just unfaithfulness about money, about movement, about properties, but unfaithfulness in sharing of our bodies. When a man has to go out to have sexual relation with another woman, and a woman will do likewise, it can be happening among infidels. 
And uh, you know, infidel is the root word for infidelity. I jail not it all. Oh, too much. I jail it all. You are not getting it. Don't bother to interpret that. Hallelujah to Jesus. We are now playing with words and we are dealing with etymology of words. Don't interpret it. <laughs> this topic is infidelity. It has its root word in infidel. Infidel means an unbeliever, an unfaithful person. Infidel. It gives us the meaning that infidelity should actually happen among unbelievers. It should not be named among saints. edition and in December I want us to look at this issue together. If you have your Bible with me, please turn to Matthew chapter 19. I will not read from verse 1 because of time. I will read maybe 4 to 6. Matthew chapter 19. And he answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this cause shall the man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and the twain shall become one flesh. Wherefore there are no more two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Interpret the last one. Let no strange man put a son. Let no strange woman put a son. First Corinthians chapter 7, verses 1 to 5. Now concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, that is infidelity, extramarital affair. Let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her husband, men have her own husband. Meaning that one of the purposes of marriage is for me not to go out to meet another woman and for my wife not to have relation with another man. Let the husband render to the wife due benevolence and likewise also the wife unto the husband. The wife hath no power of her own body but the husband and likewise also the husband hath no power of his own body but the wife. Defraud ye not one another except it be with consent for the time that ye may give yourself to fasting and prayer and come together again that Satan tempt you not for your incontinency. So the Lord is, oh, Paul was telling believers that in order to avoid adultery, fornication, sexual immorality, one should get married to the other. Paul so far won't need Baba. We pay key and call it Safu Agbere, Panshaga, if you could fair, But unfortunately, people have their wives and their husbands, and yet they engage in extramarital. And I don't need to be a prophet to tell you that even among those of us here seated today, it is happening. Somebody may say, Pastor, ah, ah, don't tell lies. But I want to tell you probably you have caught your husband doing it once. Or you have not caught Probably he's been doing it, you haven't discovered. I pray that they Grace to stop will come upon them or her today in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Amen and amen. Amen. I read from the second paragraph because I've explained what I mean in the first paragraph. Scripturally, this act is against God's will. And it is also in contradiction to the marriage vow made by each of the couple during the wedding ceremony. God's intention and eternal purpose in marriage is that a single man should be joined to a single woman and both of them should live together and husband and wife until they part them. The two should live together as husband and wife until death parts yeah, them. The other exemption to this rule, which I will not want us to treat now, which I will just mention in passing, that what the apostle said in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, that if the wife are unbelievers, and one of them decides to end the relationship, Says I'm no longer interested in you. I won't marry you again, and he goes. But then the man or the woman is free to marry again. Even the other man is not yet dead. If it is not you that terminated the agreement. Well, if it is the other person that says I'm no longer interested. And it goes. But that's very sensitive and very delicate. I don't want to go into that now. We may make that the subject of one of the editions in future time. What I want to try to do today is to look at some causes of infidelity and the solutions. And in December we will continue. Number one is lack of genuine conversion. New but or low spiritual level. If somebody's conversion is not genuine, many conversions, many people who claim to be born again today, they are not. The conversions of the of the of the twenties are not as genuine as the conversions of the sixties, seventies, eighties. And early 90s. Most people gave their life to Christ in the mid and late 90s. They are fake. Somebody is converted, but his spiritual level is very low. This problem may overtake him or her. So the solution is for one to be soundly and thoroughly converted. If you notice that your husband is not thoroughly converted, please don't cover him. Pray for him until he will have a definite encounter with Christ. Another cause is and central background of sexual immorality or marital failure. that you come from a polygamous family. legally or illegally, officially or unofficially, 
your father has more than one wife or your mother got married to more than one man, you need to beware. Baba, ti ya jeje pe asoko tabi ti akosoko to ni oko meji meta a gbodo sora. Many husbands legally have one wife, but outside, you know what they do. Anybody that has this kind of ancestry is prone to repeat this mistake. Please, all of us here, let's not, not deceive ourselves. I know you love your wife, you love your husband. But if it is in your ancestral blood, Please pray. That is what happened to, 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 to David and to Solomon. Judah, you remember what happened between him and his daughter-in-law. And that spirit of adultery was passing through his bloodline. I know you are Bible scholars. Time will fail me today to begin to take us into Bible verses one by one. And so by the time he got to David, even though as a king he could have other women, but he still committed immorality with Bathsheba. And his one was very minimal to that of Solomon. Because it was in the bloodline. I once read a book authored by Daddy Olukoya. The thought, the theme of the book is deliverance for the deliverer. And he mentioned the case of a pastor. man of God. Seventy years old. Who had been in the ministry for I think forty years or so. And he faithful to his wife. faithful to his this man of God fell uh, and, and committed fornication with a teenager. And teenager. And the man came to his office shivering and shedding tears. And Adolukoya said he interviewed him. Said, Baba, tell me your history. How many wives did your husband, uh, did your father have? I said, my father has, I think, 17 wives, if I remember. And daddy said, no wonder. That problem has been trailing you for a long time. Because it is in your bloodline. And the problem said, it will make sure it destabilizes your ministry no matter how old you are. At, at 70 years of age, you can say somebody is almost successful. Please, if you take note of that in the bloodline of your husband or your wife, whether they tell you or they don't tell you, we are hearing it today. And this is one thing I have discovered. By the time this ugly cause wants to raise his ugly head, the man or the woman will not listen to advice again. We will be so overtaken by wrong passion 
He will not look at any sun receipt from anywhere. He will just go ahead to terminate it. Because it is the cause that is operating. It may be trivial matters that will happen, and the man or the woman will say, We insist we are breaking up. You know many stories that I don't even know. After three years, five years, after 25 years in marriage, 30 years in marriage, 30 years in marriage, so the solution is deliverance oriented prayers. Or let me call it deliverance through repeated prayers. It is not once and for all prayer, so it is something we pray every time in agreement with our spouse that we will not fall. Your daddy did it, you will not do it. Your mother did it, you will not do it. Another reason is satanic or demonic attack or set up. It can be an attack from the pit of hell or a setup of the enemy as it was done for Samson although Samson had been adulterous he had been flirting around but this time around they intentionally planted Delilah in his life they planted Delilah to make him fall and he fell so the solution is to be prayerful and to be watchful number four reason is delayed child births Barrenness or impotence. An impotent man should not go into marriage. Unfortunately, many brothers deceive women. I am praying today any family that is here experiencing delayed child birth. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will visit you now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Late into the night yesterday. Late into the night. And very early this morning, I was in the presence of the Lord on this altar. I was praying alone. And God told me that today I should pray for mothers who are looking to go for fruit of the womb. He told me to visit them. And I said, God, but we pray for them just during the vigil on Friday. And God said, I want you to pray for them again. So please remind me. It can happen that as a result of delayed childbirth, a man may get fed up, and you see there is deception. And not, well, let us call it deception. Only God knows the reason why a man would decide to test another woman, and the woman would just be pregnant. A woman would decide to test another man, and the man would just impregnate her. I don't know. But I want you to please look unto God. The solution is strong determination and total commitment to your marital partner. 
And that is the reason why we should get it right before we're going to marry. I want to tell you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I need to preach the whole truth of the word of God. Childbirth is a secondary reason for getting married. The primary reason of marriage is companionship, mutual help, fellowship. Childbirth is secondary. I'm very sorry to say that. So, paradventure, children will not come on time. Be committed to your partner. Rather than allow Satan to take us to hell through infidelity or fornication. As the Lord told me overnight, I pray for every man and woman in the name of that Jesus. is in this condition. Right now, the Lord will visit you. Amen. The Lord will visit you. Amen. If the Lord Jesus tarries, if the Lord Jesus tarries this time next year, you will come with your children, your babies in Jesus' name. Amen. Number five reason is people who abandon marital duties and responsibilities. When the man will no longer take care of his wife, financially, the woman may be tempted to look elsewhere. I've always said this in this program. A woman told me, she says, sir, I need your counsel. My husband is not taking care of my needs. And I'm in an educational program. She was furthering her studies. And she said, There is a man in my class. She always studied my countenance. And she would look at me and say, Why is your countenance falling? Whenever I explained to him, I to pay my school fees. I to meet up. He was taking care of me. Giving me money. Giving me money. now he's making sexual advances to me. And he even wants to have me. And he said, sir, I'm falling for him. Should I go? I started begging her. I said, please, don't go for it. He said, my husband is not taking care of me. And this man is taking care of me. I was begging her. I said, please. He said, daddy, my mind is trying to this man. My mind is trying to this man. It happens. Man, let us raise up our two hands. In the name of Jesus. Everything you need to take care of yourself, your wife, your children, I pray, receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Financially, you will not be backward. Amen. The Lord will provide for you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. I know that may not be the only reason for infidelity, but that's one of the reasons. Lack of genuine love and care for one's spouse and indifference to the feelings, to the needs, Problems and concerns of one spouse. I need to I 
We feel indifferent to the needs of our spouses. We are ready to take care of some people's needs. Sometimes those of us who are pastors, we need to be careful. We take care of church members. And we might neglect our family members. And those of us, it is not pastors alone, all of us. Many of us are Father Christmas. Outside. We are not different. We are not careful about the needs of our spouses. That man or woman may lose interest in us. Please take care of your spouse. Take care of him. And if it happens that over a long period of time the man will be irresponsible and the woman will not do what she should do. Please look unto God alone. Faith and total dependence on God. God. I have always seen it in the scriptures and in the life experiences of people. If one source will block up and we are ready to look unto him, unto God alone, he can open up other sources that will not bring sin. Am I right? Am I right? So if you are here today and your husband is not taking care of you, look unto God alone. Look unto God alone. If it's your wife that's not different to your feelings, not being there for you, look unto God alone. Number six is lack of effective communication. Thereby leading to loneliness and boredom. Communication increases love and affection. Communication is the cement that bonds relationship together. When that is not there, there may be loneliness, boredom. And when we say communication, it is not just communication. Effective communication. We had it on Wednesday when we started this program. That there was a couple or there is a couple who communicate via text message. They live together inside though. Your meal is on the table. Bam. Chochi wale, kochi wale. I'm going out. Bam. Is that communication? You are not answering me. Communication via our children. Mm -mm, no, via through our children. It's happens in your home. Am I lying? It happens all around. If the wall of your love is broken, what husband and wife should sit down and discuss? They will be sending their children. Sometimes it is the children that normally keep the husband and wife together. The man told me, he said, if our children are not in the living room, my wife and myself cannot stay together in that living room for five minutes. The only thing that keeps us together in the living room are our children. So it is the children that make room that allow communication within that couple. So one that feel lonely. has created human beings to seek for attention. 
Lati ma wa ife ati ife na so tin ba ti leni to fe fetisi mi kini ma se o if i am not seeing somebody that want to listen to me i will go out and seek for somebody else be be ko e ba mi soro mo ti so ninu forum over and over i've said it in this forum over and over ko ni ba complain pe ya wo hu ma rojo if a wife is complaining that the wife talks too much so joka akiri le she talks too much around the house she goes around one observing the lofa that man has caused the lofa the man is the cause so ro ta lofa Naturally, all women are talkative. I'm not abusing you. Some women that are quiet by nature. When you open, when you allow them to talk, they want to reveal all themselves. But a man that is not a talkative should not go to marriage. A man that cannot talk, what are you looking for in marriage? If you have time to discuss with your wife, he will not go out and discuss. That woman will not go out. You will both sit down and discuss. If you speak to the to the front, you come to the back. Yes, that's right. I have tested it in my own home. And I found it to be true. Sit down and discuss. So the solution is that there should be effective communication. Attention to our partner. I was teaching on attention last Sunday. Many attention to our jobs, attention to our children, attention for television, Chelsea, Manchester United. Uh, what again? Laptop. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? You know, Frank. Uh, by the time you get home now, 50 minutes, 60 minutes, you'll be. But your wife. There is the need for companionship. And please, if you discover your husband or wife is doing this, seek counsel. Report him to elders. Trusted pastor. Because attention is more than living together in under the same roof. If it is no matter what, we want somebody that can listen to us. There is a problem that you church normally puts with pastors. If the pastor did not have a good wife, if you, you congregation bring your problem, that man can misbehave or run away. Hallelujah. You that are here, how many of you have come to me or to your pastor and asked him what is your problem? I want to know your problem. Speak to me. And they have they come to meet you? Capital, no. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Let me tell you, I won't deceive you. Many unnecessary intimacy grows between a pastor and a strange woman in counseling room. I won't. You are not getting, don't worry. Praise the Lord. I'm a pastor. You know, 
And I tell my wife a lot of things. There are two, three, or four categories of women that come for counseling. I will not go into the details, but let me just mention two. There are some women when they discuss their issues, five minutes, ten minutes, they are off. There are some women they will want to use the all of your time. What they can say in five minutes, sir. How many minutes they will Five hours. The wife of the pastors are talking. They are telling you what is bothering them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If I'm starting counseling, I'm revealing the communication to my family. My wife will call me. If I have seen her flashing, that is telling me that she needs me. Come and talk to me. Come and speak to me. You are wasting a lot of time. You spend a lot of time. My wife don't normally do it. But if she noticed I'm tired, one problem that the church have is that they don't know their power store is tired. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On Wednesday, I've did all the prayer on Tuesday. I woke up early in the morning on Tuesday. I have meeting on Wednesday. I woke up early to pray for Wednesday program. After the Wednesday program, we have all night vigil. We have all night vigil Wednesday. Chain prayer 24 hours. We have chain prayer 24 hours. Something happened to all pastors on Wednesday. I was just laughing. We did not sleep until dawn. We said we are going to start our prayer at 3 o'clock. Some people slept for 30 minutes. The little time I wanted to sleep for, Kido did not allow me to sleep. We started at 3.30. When it got to a point, we are all asleep. I was sitting down here. They were, they were sitting down here. We are all asleep. When I woke up, I was asleep. Why are you sleeping? Walk up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the middle of the night, before that time, I decided to rest. Somebody came to my office. He was banging the door. Hardly was banging the door. He was banging the door. People were telling them, Pastor is asleep. He was just banging the door. And he said, This was Pastor, if even if you are asleep, you are going to walk up. That is you, church. When we are filled, and there are some women. What they are not supposed to say. I know those women that their husband don't have time to discuss with them at all. When, it, when they got to me, what she wanted to say, when she said it, she will be saying something else. She will be saying something else. She will be saying something else. I was talking about your husband. Are you living together? I know the husband that does not have time. If a man is not careful, Intimacy will be happening between the pastor and the wife. That is why you heard that the pastor has run away with the female. Amen. Let us 
Can Craig tries to talk? So that our wife will not go out. For her husband not to go out. We need that so much. We'll continue in December. Number seven. An healthy comparison of one's partner with other men or women. Please appreciate the uniqueness of your partner. My wife is cannot be the same as your wife. And I can't be exactly the same as your husband. My wife has done something today. I said my wife. I trust her. I trust her. That is mine. Hallelujah. I did something for my wife on Wednesday. My wife said I don't like it. I don't like what you have done. I now praise her. I took her very close to my side. I was praising her. Coincidentally, what I did for her on Wednesday that offended her. I did it again on Friday. Friday. After I did it on Friday, Friday. I called her and explained to her the reason why she did it. And she was not annoyed. She now said, Why did you explain that to me on Wednesday? I was angry, I was annoyed. That is me for her. And that is her for me. Somebody else, another woman may not be angry because of that action. Me, Are you getting me? Am I communicating? You come to couples fellowship. And what's the couples fellowship? She sees Mrs. Afolabi throwing in all the sweet, the icing on the cake. And he said, Ah, oh, Billy, no, oh, Billy, no, you want here, oh, you already be a lundu, oh, lessoro, oh, let go, oh, let moon confine, oh, no, nipitoti moon confine. My admire Mrs. Afolabi, no admire at Yenle. Don't admire Mrs. Afolabi, go home and admire your wife. Oh, sorry, why are you me? Don't because of that look for another wife. Many things your wife can do, my wife cannot do. Oh, talk about it, I won't let you. Many things I can do or many things your husband cannot do, I may be able to do, but that does not mean she's not good, he's not good. Am I, am I talking? understand Let me tell you a bad story. Oh, pathetic. He's so pathetic. I thank God for my wife. She will live down for me. What she exactly what she does in this ministry. Anybody that comes to this couple's fellowship or this church will know what she does. In fact, she's one of our branches. Now, there is another pastor. Pastor Miro Tua. Who wants our wife to do exactly the same thing? So fake it, I won't come and shape him on me, Whenever he's around, he will be talking. He will be praising my wife. He said, This is who I Look at the way your wife is performing. He my wife, she will just sit down. She will just quiet. She will keep quiet. She will not do anything. She will not even interfere. He has forgotten that that woman is so, so good. So she Unfortunately, 
That's why I draw myself from him. He's not among those who are close to me. He, he appreciate another person. He did not appreciate the one. Let us go and look at husband is good. Hallelujah. If I say this, you say I have the spirit of the devil. I went to report myself to my wife. I was ministering somewhere in a particular place. A very far place. That is very far. We are about to end the ministration. I just look at a woman. And my spirits were connected to her. I said, this is human. And she's beautiful. I said, this is problem. I said, this is evil spirit in me. Come out. Come out, come out, come out. I said, I need deliverance. Amen. I reported myself to my wife. I said, listen. Oh, my shelling. It is not of the devil. If it is the time we are fighting, and we did not end up this fighting, we did not settle it. And I had the privilege to go to that place, and to go to that place, and going to that place. A white pastor told us, "It's in the culture of the white. We are, we are not used to it." The pastor will go out and be welcoming the guests. Young lady, come on, church. He said, "A young lady is in the church." Whenever I wanted to greet him. You know the way we normally twist our hands. We twist our fingers nails. He saw that that lady will shake him. And he will firm his hand to his own hand. And you know what's normally happen when you hold somebody's hand? God bless you. Pastor, he's a white, pa white man, a pastor. He said he normally look forward to see that lady. That is pleased with the unshaking. He wanted to receive that unshaking from that service. Every midweek service. He said it is because of that he normally goes to the doorpost. He said that lady is pleasing him. Because he's shaking the hands of the man that the, the wife doesn't shake. He said when he noticed that he is going, he went to make the wife. He said wife, we will show my quick on shelling. He said the wife jumped on him. I cast out the demon in you. I cast out the demon in you. I cast out. So there is always or once in a while a natural attraction to other men and women Unless we are self-disciplined with my giving. Am I talking, sir? And whether you like it or not, I'll be closing now. We will continue some other time. You will always see something 
that is in another woman which is never in your wife. You have tutored her. You have trained her. You have complained. You have reported her. She will not use. She will not change. We abandon her because of that. No. But Lord, you are here. But on the day you have misunderstanding, that is what the devil makes you see. If you don't know how to tie up, you don't know how to tie up, you don't know how to dress. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. amen. Our home shall not break up in Jesus' amen. name. Amen. The Lord will hold us together. Amen. We shall receive his grace. Amen. We shall receive his favor. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Are we blessed today? We will continue in December by God's grace. Please give that pamphlet. You can give it out to somebody. If you know you don't have this. Where is that event? Have you made any arrangement? It's coming. Okay. Before we close, we'll get it. Huh? It's here already. It has been distributed. Okay. God bless you. It has gone round. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. We are gradually rounding up now. Ah, Please stand up on your feet. Hold your partner. Pray one prayer point. Hello. Good morning. Welcome to this program titled Marriage Tips, where we shall be discussing practical issues that affect marriages, homes, and families. I am Pastor Dr. Samuel Olushe Yafolabi the Senior Pastor of Christ Apostolic Church, All Nations Assembly, of 702, Omalayo, Akubo, Ibadan. Shall we pray? Father, I pray that you will ordain my tongue and send forth your word powerfully this morning and let my listeners be greatly blessed. For in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This morning I will be talking on the topic, Right Purpose for Marriage. And this is going to take me for some weeks, right purpose for marriage. I'll be reading from Genesis chapter 2 and verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. That's New King James Version. I will make him a helper meet unto him. Our God is a God of purpose. He doesn't just do things anyhow. He has particular reasons for everything he does. He had a good purpose for initiating marriage. However, it is not everybody that goes into marriage that has a good or full understanding of God's purpose for marriage. Most people who go into marriage don't understand God's purpose for marriage. According to the passage we've just read, the Bible says, It is not good for man to be alone. That this man should not be alone, he should not be lonely. Meaning that he should have somebody to stay with him. Henceforth, marriage is meant for companionship, for togetherness and for fellowship. In marriage, it is meant that a husband and his wife, a wife and her husband will be together, to share, to fellowship together. So marriage is meant for the two of you to stay together, go out together, be together, talk together. You share ideas, you share opinions, you share your burdens, you share your sorrow, you share your time together, share your visions together, share your goals together. 
you plan together, you rub minds together, and you exchange views. Is this happening in your marriage, my listener? Dear husband or wife, are you having time to sit down and share with your partner? Do you have time for companionship and togetherness and fellowshipping? If this is not happening in your marriage, then you are not fulfilling God's purpose for marriage. Make sure you have time for your partner. Have time for your husband. Have time for your wife. It shall be well with you in the name of Jesus. Another reason for marriage is for mutual assistance. Marriage is meant for the two of you to help each other, not just for the woman to help the man, but vice versa. The man should help the woman, the woman should help the woman, the man in home chores, in housekeeping, in cooking, in washing, in child care, in your daily assignments, in planning, in preparing, in doing things, in financial transactions, in finances, in job, in career, in business, in academics, in ministry, in the actualization of your life goals, you should help each other. These are reasons for marriage. So this morning I've talked about companionship and togetherness in marriage and mutual assistance in marriage. I pray that God will help you in your marriage in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I believe you have been blessed through this message. For prayer requests, counseling, or questions, you can contact me through this number 080-6597-6951. 080-6597-6951. You can also send WhatsApp messages to the same number. Join me next Monday by 6.20 a.m. on this same station. You can also inform your friends to listen to the program. Don't forget, my number by which you can contact me is 080-6597-6951. As you go out to this week, the Lord will bless you. The Lord will favor you. You will receive His mercy and His favor. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. God bless you. Hello, good morning. Welcome to Married Tips, a program where we discuss practical issues that affect marriages, homes, and families. I am Pastor Dr. Samuel Ulushe Yafolabi of Christ Apostolic Church, All Nations Assembly, our 702 Omalayo Akubo Ibadan. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, O oh God, that we send forth your word through me with great grace and power and with authority. And my listeners shall be greatly blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week, I started talking to us on the topic, right purpose for marriage. The right reasons why God created marriage. And the number one reason I identified is companionship. Companionship. I take my text from Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him an helper meet for him. Helper meet for him. Here in this passage of the Bible, God observed that Adam was not just alone physically, but he was lonely. He had the company of animals and birds, but he could not fellowship with them. God therefore created Eve to have fellowship and companionship with him. That's one good purpose of marriage companionship togetherness fellowshipping together in marriage take note companionship is deeper than being in the same house under the same roof 
Companionship means you can work together, run ideas together, and confide in your spouse. It means you can share the deepest part of your life with him or her in closest intimacy. It means you can share your dreams, your goals, your conversations, your joy, your sorrow, your fears, anxieties, burdens, anything and everything you have with him or her. Companionship means you can share the events of your day, no matter what it is, no matter how good, how bad, ugly or beautiful, with your spouse. It means you are giving each other hugs, kisses and affection regularly. My dear listener, are you giving or receiving all this in your marriage? Is your marriage a good example of companionship? Please work on your marriage. Take note of the following things, please. Number one, don't live a work-centered life, thereby having little or no time for your spouse. Number two, your physical presence is more important to your spouse than your money, your car, your TV, your DSTV, your gifts, and other material things. Number three, make sure your spouse make your spouse and time spent with him or her more important than tv or radio programs more important than video films more important than your laptop your ipad your phone make time together with your spouse more important than newspaper football games and social media let time together with your spouse be more important than the time you spent chatting on facebook on whatsapp and gisting with friends number four Place higher value on companionship with your spouse more than social activities. You know, social activities like ceremonies, naming ceremonies, birthday, funeral, housewarming, those things are very good, but don't let them compete or hinder the time you should have for your spouse. Number five, organize your religious and church activities very well to allow you to have quality time to attend to your spouse. Don't use church programs as an excuse for not giving your spouse enough attention. Don't use tiredness or fatigue as an excuse for not having time for your, for your wife or your husband. Plan your day, your week, your time and schedule of work very well. Finally, to couples who stay or live in different towns and cities, you should have solid arrangement to spend quality time together whenever you come around. If you are very distant, communicate well through phones, video calls, SMS, WhatsApp, and Skype. God bless you. I pray for you. Your marriage will not break up. Your marriage will not crack in the name of Jesus Christ. For prayer requests, counseling, or questions, you can contact me through this number. 080-6597-6951. 080-6597-6951. Join me next Monday by the same time, 6.20 a.m. on the same station. My phone number once again is 080-6597-6951. God bless you today. It shall be well with you. It shall be a great week. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Amen. Hello. Good morning. Welcome to Married Tips, a program where we discuss practical issues that affect marriages, homes, and families. I am Pastor Dr. Samuel Ulushe Yafolabi of Christ Apostolic Church All Nations Assembly of 702 Omalayu Akubo Ibadan. Father, I pray you will send forth your word through me this day with grace, power, and authority in Jesus' name. Amen. 
I've been talking on the topic companionship in marriage in the past three weeks. I take my text once again from Genesis chapter 2 and verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make an helper suitable for him. Here God saw that Adam was among several animals, but there was nobody like him. He was lonely. There was nobody to talk with him, to have fellowship with him. And that was the reason why God brought him a wife. And I've been saying it that companionship, togetherness, and fellowshipping together is very, very important in marriage. Where this is not taking place, that is where there is no companionship, it will lead to some bad things which are not desirable. We should not be. These things are not desirable. If it is happening in your marriage, please stop them with immediate effect. Number one, there will be communication breakdown. Doing things without telling the other. The husband will be doing things, not informing the wife, and vice versa. The two of them will become strangers in the same house, strangers in the same family. Bad enough. Number two, there will be lack of affection and sympathy for each other. Since they are not discussing their bodies, their struggles, their anxieties, their sorrows, and their fears, so there will be no affection, no sympathy. You won't have sympathy for what the other is passing through. Number three, each person will bear his or her burdens alone and suffer in silence. Yes, because they are not sharing, they are not communicating, they are not having fellowshipping together, so they will be burning underneath, suffering underneath, bearing pains underneath, and suffering in silence, yet married, bad enough. Number four, each person will go to wherever or whoever we give him or her attention and clip to such places. It is normal that when your spouse is not giving you attention, you turn to whosoever is giving you attention. And my people get note of it, take note of it. It is the reason why many people enter into ungodly relationship with opposite sex. This is the reason why some people enter into extramarital affair because they are not having affection from home, not having togetherness with their partner. Some people get married as a result of this to their jobs to their offices, to their business, they don't want to come back home. Why should that be in marriage? Brother, sister, is it not because of your inability to give time to your partner that he or she is now taking after other women, other men outside? Finally for today, each person will seek external advice which may be dangerous to the welfare of the family. When you don't have a listening ear from your partner, definitely you want advice, you want counsel. You go elsewhere to look for counsel. And the counsel you receive from outside may be dangerous to the welfare of your family. This is what is happening in many homes. If this is the picture of your marriage, please do something about it. Stop it henceforth and the Lord will help you. Your marriage will not break up. No evil will come upon you in the name of of Jesus Christ. Amen. For prayer requests, counseling your questions, you can contact me through this number 080-6597-6951. 080-6597-6951. Join me next Monday by 6:20 a.m. on this same station. My phone number once again 080-6597-6951. 6591. I pray for you that this week shall be a week of joy, a week of open doors, a week of favor, a week of blessings. No evil will come upon you, no danger. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. God bless you.
Hello, good morning. Welcome to Marriage Tips, a program where we discuss practical issues that affect marriages, homes, and families. I am Pastor Dr. Samuel Ulushe Yafolabi of Christ Apostolic Church All Nations Assembly at 702 Omlayo Akobo Ibad. Let us pray. Father, send forth your word with great authority and power today, and let my listeners be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. I've been talking about the importance of companionship in marriage, and I still want to continue along the same line this morning. I take my text again from Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, which says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make an helper suitable for him. God discovered that among several animals, there was no one like Adam. Nobody could discuss with him, could talk with him, could fellowship with him. God saw that it is important that Adam had a companion. So companionship is one major reason why God instituted marriage. So that you and your spouse will talk, you discuss, you rub minds together, you have intimacy. When this is not happening in marriage, there will be problems. And I told you last week that there are many bad things that occur when we don't have time together with our spouses. I told us there will be communication breakdown, told us there will be lack of affection and sympathy for each other. Each person will bear his or her burdens alone and suffer in silence. Each person will go to wherever or whosoever will give her attention and cleave to such places. And then I also told us that each person will seek external advice which might be dangerous to the welfare of the family. I want to continue along the same line today and finish that line of thought. Number six bad thing that will happen is that the family secrets will be leaked out to outsiders. These things are very bad when they happen. Every family has secrets. Every family has confidential issues that should not be discussed with anybody. But woman, when you don't give your husband attention, man, when you don't have time for your wife, she will go outside to divulge your secret to people that should not hear about it. And that's very bad. Then, each of you may develop intimacy with the children and other people. When there is no affection, intimacy will be developed with the children. And it has its own negative effect, especially in old age. That's the reason why you see many of our mothers, they go from one son to the other, one child to the other, taking care of younger ones, and they neglect the father in his old age. And you see the father too, getting married to another younger woman, because they have not developed intimacy between, between the two of them. That's bad enough. Then another bad thing is becoming a victim in the hands of fake prophets. Many fake prophets have, you know, misused our women. They'll put them to bed, put them to family way because they discover that there is a vacuum, a glacuna between them and their spouses. Many fake prophets have told many men that their wives are witches, their wives are familiar spirits, they should divorce them, they should separate from them. It is because the two people don't develop companionship bad enough. And then there will be internal divorce, living under the same roof, yet going different ways, being apart. You look at them, at times they wear uniform, they look as if they are united, but that is far from it. Then it may eventually lead to sickness and untimely death. Sickness, that's the reason why some people are sick, because they are not talking with anybody, not discussing with anybody. And finally, eventual separation or divorce, that is the end. 
and that should not be. I will continue next week. My dear listener, I pray that your marriage will not be like that. If your marriage is like this, if this is a picture of your marriage, please work on it. Go and effect positive changes and the Lord will help you in the name of Jesus Christ. For prayer requests, counseling or questions, you can contact me through this number. 080-6597-6951 080-6597-6951 You can have a replay of this audio message on WhatsApp. So I can send it to you on WhatsApp. Just send your WhatsApp number to my line once again. 080-6597-6951 I pray for you that your marriage will not break up. The Lord will help you to do the necessary amendment. God will make the devil to lose in your marriage. And it shall be well with you in Jesus' name. Join me, same station, 6.20 a.m. next Monday. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Amen. Hello. Good morning. Welcome to this program titled Marriage Tips, where we shall be discussing practical issues that affect marriages, homes and families. I am Pastor Dr. Samuel Olushe Yafolabi, the Senior Pastor of Christ Apostolic Church, All Nations Assembly of 702 Omalayo, Akobo Ibadan. Shall we pray? Father, I pray that you will ordain my tongue and send forth your word powerfully this morning and let my listeners be greatly blessed. For in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This morning I will be talking on the topic right purpose for marriage and this is going to take me for some weeks right purpose for marriage i'll be reading from genesis chapter 2 and verse 18 and the lord god said it is not good that man should be alone i will make him a helper comparable to him that's new king james version i will make him a helper meet unto him our god is a god of purpose he doesn't just do things anyhow. He has particular reasons for everything he does. He had a good purpose for initiating marriage. However, it is not everybody that goes into marriage that has a good or full understanding of God's purpose for marriage. Most people who go into marriage don't understand God's purpose for marriage. According to the passage we've just read, the Bible says it is not good for man to be alone. That is, man should not be alone, he should not be lonely. Meaning that he should have somebody to stay with him. Henceforth, marriage is meant for companionship, for togetherness and for fellowship. In marriage, it is meant that a husband and his wife, a wife and her husband will be together, to share, to fellowship together. So marriage is meant for the two of you to stay together, go out together, be together, talk together. You share ideas, you share opinions, you share your burdens, you share your sorrow, you share your time together, share your visions together, share your goals together, you plan together, you rub minds together and you exchange views. Is this happening in your marriage, my listener? Dear husband or wife, are you having time to sit down and share with your partner? Do you have time for companionship and togetherness and fellowshipping? If this is not 
happening in your marriage, then you are not fulfilling God's purpose for marriage. Make sure you have time for your partner. Have time for your husband. Have time for your wife. It shall be well with you in the name of Jesus. Another reason for marriage is for mutual assistance. Marriage is meant for the two of you to help each other, not just for the woman to help the man, but vice versa. The man should help the woman, the woman should help the woman, the man in home chores, in housekeeping, in cooking, in washing, in child care, in your daily assignments, in planning, in preparing, in doing things, in financial transactions, in finances, in job, in career, in business, in academics, in ministry, in the actualization of your life goals, you should help each other. These are reasons for marriage. So this morning I've talked about companionship and togetherness in marriage and mutual assistance in marriage. I pray that God will help you in your marriage in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I believe you have been blessed through this message. For prayer requests, counseling, or questions, you can contact me through this number 080-6597-6951. 080-6597-6951. You can also send WhatsApp messages to the same number. Join me next Monday by 6.20 a.m. on this same station. You can also inform your friends to listen to the program. Don't forget, my number by which you can contact me is 080-6597-6951. As you go out to this week, the Lord will bless you. The Lord will favor you. You will receive His mercy and His favor. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. God bless you.